Well, hey, everybody, this is Chad. And uh, before we get started, please don't fast forward. I'd like to talk to you about some dates that I have coming up. So February 22nd, Houston, Texas. February 23rd and 24th, Addison, Texas at the Improv. Then March 2nd, I'm going to be in St. Paul, Minnesota at the Fitzgerald Theater, uh, shooting a special there. Then March 20th and 21st, I'm going to be at Kansas City at the Improv. March 22nd and 23rd, Omaha, Nebraska at the Funny Bone. April 11th, Brooklyn, New York at the Bell House. April 12th, I'm going to be in Boston, Mass, kid. I'm going to be at the fucking Wilbur. And then uh, April 19th and 20th, you can find me at the Milwaukee Improv. May 3rd and 4th, I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee at Zany's. May 10th and 11th, Cincinnati, Ohio at Go Bananas. June 7th and 8th, I'm going to be in Springfield, Missouri at the Blue Room. And then July 12th and 13th, I'm finally going to be in Detroit uh, at the Comedy Castle. So those are what's on my website, chaddaniels.com slash tour you can go to. But I also want to tell you some stuff that's not on the website. I'm not announcing this yet other than on this podcast. I'm going to be at the, the Mothership in Austin, Texas, May 15th. And uh, check that. Check it, check it, check it. 16, 17, and 18. That's May. And then uh, September, I have some things coming up. I'm going to be uh, Spokane and Tampa, October, Madison and Columbus, November, San Francisco and Sacramento, December, Salt Lake City and Vegas. I'm going to be adding more dates, more clubs, more this, more that. So please go to chaddaniels.com backslash tour to check all that out. Also, I want to tell you, Cincinnati, go bananas. You have your boy, Cyrus Amundsen, is going to be running his hour. It's coming together. It's really funny. You should check it out. He's going to be at Go Bananas, Cincinnati, and that is February 29th, March 1st, and March 2nd. So go grab those tickets, and I hope to see you on the road. Now, finally, Jesus, let's start the show. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you, as always, for coming back. Across from me is Cyrus Amundsen. It's good to be here on what is another day in the middle of somewhere universe. Is that it? I'm trying to come, I'm trying to come up with an, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a strong open. You have your whole landed in the middle of somewhere thing. And I, if you haven't noticed over the past hundreds of episodes, I just, I don't have a thing. I don't have a yeah, thing. Yeah, but you normally come in hot. You normally come in hot, but it's a little, it's a little sad today. Toby, we, we lost uh, country singer Toby <laughs> Keith. What are you, what's wrong with you? Just go I'm ahead. Being just serious. do it. I know you're not being, I know you're being serious. Oh, no, 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 no. happened. I know no, you're No, there's, that's all I wanted to mention is that, that this is the day. 62, uh, that's, that's, that is too young for anybody. Let's just say that. Correct. You, I, you know what you're doing. I don't, I really don't. I'm not, I'm. I just wanted to bring it up because it is, we talked about it before the show mm -hmm. and now there's like a little awkward energy because it's, 
It is, it is interesting because I've, I don't think, I mean, I've heard his music. Mm -hmm. I never seeked it out, uh -huh. but I've heard it. And, uh, but it's still weird when someone like 62, that's like, that's, that's way too young. So Toby Keith, uh, you know, Toby Keith is an he was an interesting country musician um, where he early in his career. So bicep country, which we talk about a lot right, and yeah. backwards hat country, a country like a lot of musical genres, you know, has gone on a journey over the decades. Theirs right. is arguably one of the weirdest. I think back in the 70s when you had like you know johnny like the highwaymen and stuff like that 70s 80s like you know it was all i'll say i've said it once i'll say it again it was unattractive men with songs about getting punched in the face after drinking too much whiskey that's my favorite kind of country music honky tonk to now be in the genre where a guy with a backwards hat and ripped jeans comes out and he goes well i met a girl in houston and then his partner comes out and he goes yo 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 i was in houston and you're like this you, this is that's a yeah. it's just a it's a it's an amazing departure from whence uh, and yet the fans have somehow stayed the exact same in their core view of how everything works. Um, so. I heard a, I heard a country music song that I thought was amazing. It was about a fast car. And don't uh, do it. My God, the fact that this guy wrote this song. Really so something. Toby Keith, when he started, you know, as we came out of the singer songwriter, punch me in the face, whiskey drinking country guys. Yep. And then yep. we kind of went through this, like every other genre, this corny phase. And then you kind of came into the the late eighties, early nineties, the honky tonkin, Clint Blacken, Joe Diffie, you know, early, early Joe, Garth, Br like, you know, that like the watermelon sure. crawl in the nineties, all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, Toby Keith kind of came in in that, you know, right off the heels, the late heels of that era. Is late heels a term? He came off. It's the not, but I, late but heels. I, what I'd like to tall this, what I'd like to call this is. What you'd anthem, like to tall this? I'd like to tall it. You oh, almost wow, I mean, never miss one mistake. And it's not in even a good 50 one. 50 episodes. You never 50. Yeah. Um, I'd like to call this kind of country music anthem country, right? Because you had the hairband anthem rock where people sing Journey, right? You get stadiums of people singing this Journey song. Uh, and then you also had stadiums of people singing, Well, I got friends in low places. Good times. And it's, it's, yeah, everybody's got their arms around each other. They're swaying back and forth, singing together. That is that era. There of should be a fucking sign when you, if uh, in this neighborhood that says, don't let your dogs walk on other people's property. I know you saw me look. I'm sorry. I know you, I know you I saw, saw me you look. Looked. Why is your dog all the way up by my window? So, okay, here's the, <laughs> the Toby Keith journey is one that started with, uh, I, I'm unapologetically, I'm going to tell you that I will belt should have been a cowboy should have been a cowboy at anywhere right anytime all the time i will have a very fun time putting a little twang on it and ripping that out into the open air brother yeah now did i also think how do you like me now the very uh i don't want to say 
it was a, it's an interesting like you when you hear the idea for how do you like me now which is like i was a loser and you're better than me but how do you like me now uh, but if you actually listen to the words in that song you're like oh i don't think i think you were you were also a bad back like there's no winners in <laughs> how do you like me now very catchy I, I love a good how do you like me now i mean uh you know i've, I've written some jokes that are coded in how you how do you like how me do you now? like me now uh, the football yeah, coach like, well i'll bring up yeah i'll bring up some some people from my past and i won't name them by name but i will definitely have them in a joke and then it is a big fuck you to them and i'm i, I it's probably not healthy and i probably shouldn't be talking about it but i love it now everybody one of the lyrics immediately in how do you like starts now? scanning through your albums like they're beatles <laughs> albums trying to find messages about me so please do uh pandora i'd like to get those spins so you're back on pandora so back on pandora. then toby keith became you know then of course tragedy strikes in america 9 11 happens and Don't forget everything including toby keith changes and yeah. toby keith wrote this song i know you know it courtesy of the red white and blue now i'm sure i've heard it Brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Do you know that? Do you know that song? I don't think I don't think you sang it right. I think sometimes you think you're singing it in tone. In, in, in I like never think. Let's to... let's be re uh, first. Of all, I got the words right. I never think I'm singing in tone. I think I'm okay. singing correctly in lyrics and usually twang. I think I'm normally within range of twang. But okay. never the words. <laughs> range in twang. That's, That's my actually going to be. Twang. Uh, I'm, you know, as everybody on here knows, because I've said it a thousand times, I'm recording a special March second in the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul, Minnesota, and there's two shows, six and nine, and uh, I will be naming this special "Range of Twang." So the lyrics to "Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue." So this is like. I think you and I both love a good, a good prop, like patriotic, like something happened. And now I wrote like, what's the famous one? Uh, and I gladly stand up next to you when oh, yeah. defend Greenwood. Lee yeah, Greenwood. I'd gladly stand up even though I'm currently standing and I could probably walk that way. Um, so, uh, the, the lyrics to courtesy of the red white and blue i'm just it starts out american girls and american guys so american girls that's the pace that's the that's the okay that is the speed and american guys will always stand up and salute will always recognize and then it's just a lot of a lot of that stuff when we see old glory flying he talks about his daddy served in the army. Uh, and then right before you hit the chorus, you get this kind of ramp up. That's this is now now we talked about his backstory and now we're talking about uh, what has happened. Now, this nation that I love has fallen under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the Fourth of July. So, so he's excited about all the bombs being dropped. Shock and awe. He's excited about shock and awe. And then you go into the next verse, and it says, "I went to the game to watch the NFL 
you took a knee, brother, what the hell? So I'm not going to let you bring your politics into this, Chad. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) listen to me. I've been just trying to do a fun show for so long. I know. And you just keep trying to get political. No, no, no. I'm not trying to get political. I just thought that was funny. I'm going to Key West this weekend, and there's a country bar in Key West. You can ride a bull there. You can ride a bull, a fake bull. Oh, one of those electronic... uh, Mechanical. Yeah. What what got invented first, the mechanical bull or the Sibian machine? I don't know what a Sibian machine is. Yeah, you do. What is it? I'm going to keep reading the lyrics. You quit Google Sibian machine on your phone. No, I'm holding a microphone. I can't do it. You're not holding the microphone with two hands. I've watched you hold microphone this entirety of our show. What's, well, just tell me what it is. It's, is it the machine that humps girls? It's the mechanical bull with a, essentially a vibrator on it. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I would, ass- I would assume the mechanical bull was first or somebody's like, this is good, but what if? Yeah, I, what I think happened was, I think that a mechanical bull used to be an oil barrel with four ropes, and then people would pull the ropes to try to get you off of it. Is that real? And then one, and then one day a lady wrote it, and she was like, ooh, I'm going to sit on the cap and see what happens. And then that's how the Simeon machine became. Sibian. Uh, it's called a Sibian machine. Oh, I know. Sibian? I have a cold. I might not be pronouncing it right either. Somebody's going to send me a message and they're going to be, it's called magnet, you dumbass. And so anyway, this, so Toby Keith goes into his, um, uh, his glory, you know, glory to the troops phase. And this is about the time. And I, I, I bring all this up, not so Chad can come on here and push out his socialist ramblings onto the masses. Uh, free toilet paper for everyone not so chad can come on here and tell you why the catholic church is somehow evil but socialized medicine is a good thing and so uh (laughs) i i I bring it up not so fidel chadstro can you know oh buddy time out i don't do this often i'm gonna stop the show and put a star on your chart god damn it dude well i bet you love chadstro that was pretty good i love you uh, i bet you love putting stars on people's charts you socialist so i do (laughs) five more and you get some free toilet paper that was uh mine was a holocaust reference so the uh so this time period where toby keith is creating patriotic art crosses Mm -hmm. over uh, with the time period in which my brother greg is one of the most popular names in worthington history Uh, okay because my brother greg uh despite the fact that i was becoming a well-known comic at the time he was the most known amundsen as a college student a beautiful long blonde haired college student with a an immense amount of musical talent in our town they would have so you have performed you have been to worthington and performed at the memorial auditorium i sure have it's a lot like uh it's like one of those old when you watch like the movie about johnny cash or old elvis stuff and you see those small town theaters that everybody would Mm -hmm. pack it's very much one of those cool small old towny theaters so they would herd all the blue hairs 800 of them at a time multiple shows so like four times 800 over a weekend to do like their corn off the cob come on down and see the Worthington, minnesota corn off the cob uh talent show edition stuff like that i think their winter one was called snow on the porch 
uh, I, so I had been doing stand up, and one year they were like, do you want to come be on the show? And I said, I sure don't. And then they asked a bunch more times and my brother Greg and one of my best friends, Cara, were performing on the show. And yeah. so they they asked me if I'd be on the show and I said, OK, and then we'd started talking about at, at that point, I had a couple of impressions in my show, which were yeah, you did. They were poorly done, but they were in my show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they pushed for me to do this is the early 2000s, a George Bush impression. And if you're wondering what impressions you shouldn't do in a small Midwestern town shortly <laughs> after 9-11. <laughs> a bunch of silence except for Fidel Chadstro, who's up in the corner like, this is what I wanted the whole time. Dude, but talk about a president that got his nose rubbed in shit for really no reason. I mean, show me someone that could have acted any differently. They always played that clip. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? Is oh, this no, 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 I I'm being serious. With the, I know, but why would you say that sentence to me? Is it because of the the Chadstro thing? Are you trying to- No, I think, to, I, I I think feel that's like so funny. You're flaming well, No, me. You're flaming What me. I'm saying Don't you is, fucking do this. There was that video of when he's reading books to that classroom and then the Secret Service guy came Oh, you're, oh, you're, came you're talking in. specifically about the 9-11 and reading in the books. Yes, thing where he, yes, yes. Where and he sat whispered, and thought. Whispered in his ear and he took, I don't know, four fucking seconds. Just think about that. You're the president of the United States. A, a plane has just flown into a building. Nobody knows what's going on. You're reading books to kids, and then you take four seconds to have a thought, and everybody's like, Jesus Christ, we need somebody who acts. I mean, that guy took it in the butt so hard for no reason. That Cup, was pretty wild. A couple, I don't want to fact check your whole four seconds thing. I don't know how long it was, I, but I agree with you. Um, but also the opposite also too would have been great if he just stood up and was like, excuse me, children, we're under attack. And he just walks off yeah. camera. I mean, I'm sure the thing he was thinking was like, you own a baseball team and your dad was president. Why the fuck did you want to do this? I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I, can you imagine a dumber move than baseball team owner to president? Now, and I'm saying that as no. somebody who loves pre- who loves the idea of the presidency, who was obsessed with presidents for a long time until you know the era we live in now. And so I I I think politics have gotten. I like I like historical presidents. I think they're very 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 yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know why you'd be like, ah, God, I don't know if it's enough for me to own a professional sports franchise and have a dad who was president. I want to go know all the secrets and be stressed out of my fucking dick for the next eight years. Yeah, you're like, I think what I'd like to do is just change a couple things that I don't agree with in this country. So I'm going to run for president and then I'm going to talk to both sides and I'm going to be good about this and I am going to make sure that policies get... I'm sorry? They did what? Oh, fuck. I mean, that's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's you're trying real hard to come back from the socialist stuff, and I'm not going to let you. So anyway, this they cross over. <laughs> it crosses over this time period where Toby Keith is entering his uh, pa- his his uh, patriotic arc, if you will. Uh, I will crosses over with Greg, like, and when he would sing in town. I, this is 0% exaggeration. We would, Joel and I would go watch him. And 
like everybody was there to see the show, but everybody knew of Greg or had heard of Greg or had heard him before. And so the first time out, people would like be really excited. And then because he would perform multiple times throughout the show. And so the Mm -hmm. second time out, they would just get more and more excited because everybody who knew him was excited. And then everybody who would see him sing would go, what the fuck? He really was. He really is that talented of a musician. And so one year for corn off the cob or whatever they were doing, they... (laughs) So he does his first song and they would announce who was coming out and what song they were doing. And so Greg did (laughs) right off the heels of 9-11, Greg did this courtesy of the red, white and blue in that Johnny and June theater in front of blue hairs. And I have never heard I, like the reaction in there is something I don't think I'll see recaptured unless I'm in the stadium of a team I love while they're winning a championship. I think that's the only thing that comes close. I heard that three three blue hairs who hadn't walked in years stood up and gave him a standing ovation, which is pretty impressive. So the... Uh, yeah, so those cross over and then and then Toby Keith, uh, you know, keeps on with his journey. So anyway, Toby Keith has left us and uh, and um, we can talk about anything else in the whole world. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We just did 20 minutes of unexpected commentary because uh, all, all we did earlier was just, we, I said, did you know that Toby Keith passed away? And he said, yep. And then that was it. Is and that it? we talked about I, it for 20 minutes. Totally. So is that so all that So I'd happened? like to tell you, so Toby Keith's from Oklahoma City. Now I'm going to tie this in. Oh, Fucking great. Do you have a transition trans- alert? Do you have transition a transition alert? Transition alert. See, Transition is, here's, alert. Here's what happens, everybody listening at home. I, your thing will be you have landed in the middle of summer. And I think my thing is going to start being sidebarring and talk to the audience. Old Chatty Castro over here. What did I call you? Fidel Chadstro. Old, yeah. old Fidel Chadstro. Funny how much he mentioned how great it would be, how he'd rather own a baseball team than be a president sounds pretty communist cuban if you're asking me they play a lot well, of well i like to there. give all the kids free cracker jacks because uh then i can really get them when they're older i can say remember those cracker jacks now i need you to do something for me so Vote this way what chad does before the show is he'll say a thing anything and then i'll respond to that thing and then he'll say an extra thing and it will <laughs> either upset me <laughs> offend me gas me up or make me laugh really hard uh and then i'll tell him to stop it and then he will start the show and only mention the first half of the interaction so you were you were in oklahoma city chad i was in oklahoma city uh (laughs) home of toby keith i think i'm almost positive 
Maybe it's Tulsa. I don't, Oklahoma somewhere. Anyways, so first of all, I'm there with Ali Sultan, mm-hmm. great comedian, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to be working with him. And uh, he has he has checked a bag, so we have to part ways. I go outside to get my Uber. I put it in. It goes, uh, goes at seven minutes if you want an XL or three minutes if you want just a normal average car. And I go, for me, four minutes is worth it right now because I've been busy all day today. So I click on three minutes. Are you and says, Ollie? Are you and Ollie riding together? We're not riding together. He takes off. So okay. he's gonna. He he has family there. He's gonna get a ride from his family. Okay. So okay. Okay. So I go outside to get my Uber. Click on three minutes. It says your driver will arrive in twelve minutes. Mm. So I go okay. So eighteen minutes later, <laughs> it still says seven minutes. I'm not kidding. And so I'm like, I I text Kelsey. I'm like, I think my Uber driver is fucking pushing his car here because it's wild how slow it is. And so then I think, you know, maybe there's traffic or maybe there's something going on or maybe he had to get gas or maybe he's dropping off another rider, which is my one of my biggest pet peeves about that is that you can you can accept a ride when someone else is still in your fucking car. Yes. No. Get out of here with that shit. Mm-hmm. So he shows up and he goes, "Are you Chad?" And I go, "Yep." And I'm just trying to keep it together because I'm real grumpy. And I put my stuff in the back of his car and I get in and he starts to take off and he is using the car's idle as the gas pedal. This motherfucker, we're just what coasting. Is the, what does that even mean? I mean, mean? It's, like, it's like you don't have your foot on the gas or the brake and your car starts to slowly roll forward. That's pretty much how he was driving. Out of the park. Okay, gotcha. So we get onto the interstate, 70 miles per hour. He's going 40, and he's in the left lane. There are cars flying. 40? 40. 40 miles per hour. There are cars flying by us, honking. That's dangerous. Yeah. It's so fucking dangerous. And he has to get all the way to the right for an exit. And these cars are missling by us big huge oklahoma trucks are fucking trucks that were made for pulling horse trailers are flying (laughs) by us i took a video to send to kelsey because i'm like hey just to let you know i might die or you might have to push me around in a wheelchair for the rest of my life because this is not going to go great get your evidence for the lawsuit that's very smart yeah and this guy he goes uh he starts talking to me and he's like yeah i'm from kenya and I go, did you ever drive in Kenya? And he goes, yeah. And I go, did people pass you on foot? Because Kenya's known for their marathon very runners. fast marathon runners. Sure. And I'm like, I'd rather be on one of their backs right now because it would be A, safer, less jarring, <laughs> and I'd get to the fucking hotel sooner. So we're going so slow. <laughs> then he gets all the way over and the fucking the highways closed that we have to take to get downtown. Great. And so he has to go up, so it adds an extra six minutes. By the way, at one point, there's 13 minutes left in our trip. He hits accept ride for someone else. Oh, no. And I put my timer on, dude, 25 minutes. It took us a third, so 13 minutes it was supposed to take us to get to the hotel. It took me 25 minutes. So this person that he accepted the ride for has been waiting 25 minutes and he's not even there yet he hasn't even he hasn't he just dropped you off oh dude how do we report him let's report him to uber so here's what i told him at the end of it well let me let me keep going so we get on these side streets and cyrus 
15 miles per hour. People are behind us honking. And I go, hey, man, can we go a little faster? It seems like everyone's real angry (laughs) behind us. And I don't want us to, you know, have a problem because of that. And he goes, well, this is just, this is how I drive my car. I'm like, okay. So that's what he said. That was the response. It's so slow. Now, what we will tell you, I did enjoy the conversation back and forth. He's telling me about Kenya, but then he brings up, you know, Kenya gets a bad rap for uh, uh, female circumcision. And I go, yeah, as they should. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, you, you think you, so you think like everyone else that I go, yeah, I sure do. (laughs) I go cutting off a clitoris. Yeah. I guess I have a problem with that. And I go, why don't you have a problem with that? And he goes, do you have a problem with uh, boys being circumcised? And I go, I actually performed the circumcision on my son because I don't know how to clean an uncircumcised dick. And so, and I also, when we were peeing next to each other or taking a shower, I didn't want him to go, hey, how come my dick doesn't look like your dick, right? Mm -hmm. So I just did it. And he goes, oh, that's interesting. And I go, well, it's a little different, I would say. I go, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm being sarcastic. Of course, it's like the most different you could ever. And so then he goes, well, I just don't see what the big deal is. I go, the big deal is you are cutting the clitoris off of a female. And it's like their their sense, their, their pleasure zone. I go, that's unbelievable. That's like cutting your nuts, the tip of your dick, and your butthole out of a boy. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? And so... He goes, uh, he goes, well, I just know the Kenyan men appreciate it because when a woman is circumcised, they're a better wife because they're not interested that much in sex. And I go, there it is. I go, that's the problem. I go, dude, think about how archaic that statement is. You're going to cut the pleasure zone off a woman so you can be an asshole and she doesn't cheat on you? I go, I, think about this for a second. And now it's getting hot in this car. And now we're getting close to the hotel. And I think to myself, I don't even want to get to the hotel. Take another lap, motherfucker, because we haven't even touched the surface of this monstrosity. And so he ends up bringing me to the hotel. It doesn't take another lap. And he goes, you've been a real blessing. Your, your ride has been a blessing. You were my first ride of the night. And I always hope for a blessing and you've been a blessing. And I go, hey, man, you have to go faster or you're going to get the shit beat out of you. Someone in Oklahoma is going to be drunk. Oklahoma City, man. Somebody's going to be drunk and they're going to get in here and you're going to start talking about what you're talking about and going this slow. They're just going to get out, run alongside the car because they can pull you out and beat the shit out of you. You have to go faster. And then, and then I'm sitting there and, you know, it sends you an email. It says, rate your ride. And I go, I should put one star. Hey, this guy goes slow, you know, beware. But I didn't. I put five stars and I made it somebody else's problem. That's like one of my favorite things to do is like knowing someone else is going to have that exact same ride gives me joy and comfort and relieves me of all the anger that I had. If you had to rank the worst city in America to drive 30 miles under the speed limit while being Kenyan and talking about chopping women's pussies apart, is it, where does Oklahoma City? 
I don't know, but it has to be in those rural, like the like a city that feels a little rural. Yeah, it has to be that. And Ali said the funniest thing because it took me so long to find. I had one Uber driver that whole weekend that had five stars, and so I'm talking to Ali about it. We're eating at a restaurant, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, it's hard to find good Uber drivers in a city where there aren't a lot of immigrants. And I started laughing <laughs> so hard because. I do think that probably has something to do with it. I had one lady who was ripping a heater while I was in the car with her. Oh, and I'm man. like, hey, can you not smoke when I'm in here? Listen, I know it's bitchy and I know it's cunty and whatever else, but I just really, I don't like it from my childhood. I don't like the smell of cigarette smoke. And, uh, and she was like, well, just, hey, I'll roll your window down. Like, that should help. Let's get this circulating in here. Thank you so much. Put my window down so it sucks the smoke past my nose like a pie does to try to get that cartoon cat up on the ledge. Is it a cat or a skunk? It doesn't matter. That's not how it works. <laughs> Wherever you put the hole to the outside is where the smoke goes to. Right. It, it, it really was wild. She goes, uh, so where are you from? And I go, I can't hear you. My window's down because you're smoking. <laughs> and that is as close to I'm ever going to say, I don't want to fucking talk to you to an Uber driver. Yeah, I never, I never talk to, I used to do it all the time because you know me, I, I'm a big maniac guy. Mm -hmm. I like, I like, I, I, if somebody gets talking, I'm like, oh, that's, re that's really interesting. Say more about that thing. Sure. Yeah. Keep, g say something even more troubling than the diatribe you just unleashed in this Prius. Um, but I just got to a point where I just get in the car with headphones on pretending to be on a work call. And I go, I'm on a work call. And then, uh, and then I'll like listen and look at my phone and just be on Instagram the whole time. And then at one point I'll mute. I'll be like, ah, just one of those days. Like I'm one of, I'm now one of those guys, <laughs> but I'm also a big a rent a car guy. Yeah. I, I I, looking back, I should have rented a car. Ali was so nice. Ali was staying with his family. His sister lives there and uh, two wonderful nieces and brother-in-law. And he came to get me several times, which I, and he brought me to Whole Foods so I could get some, some actual vegetables, which I thought was great. But anyways, the last, I got to tell you. If I'm Ali, I'm not driving faster than 12 miles per hour when I pick you up. <laughs> I did tell him and I was like, I, I wonder if he's taking these corners quickly because he doesn't want me to bitch to other people about him. <laughs> but... um the last Uber I get, I'm really nervous because I have to get up at five in the morning for my flight home. Do you ever have trouble sleeping a night before a flight or if like an early flight? I, I do that thing where I'm worried I'm going to fall asleep and, or I'm going to sleep through an alarm and then I get crappy sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So Madison, Wisconsin, one time I plugged my phone in. It was charging. I turned the bedside light off. And it stopped the Shut charging. The charger. So my phone died, and so I missed my flight, and it was pretty brutal. I had to rent a car, drive home. I missed Thanksgiving, like all this stuff. And so I get pretty nervous about that stuff. Plus, every time I had gotten an Uber in Oklahoma City, it said three minutes and ended up being closer to 20. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to make sure I have enough time. I'm going to click the ride immediately and assume it's going to be 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I get up, it says three minutes, of course. And I'm like, well, this is dog shit. So I click the thing, three minutes. My driver was three minutes away for the first time all weekend. So I have to like 
get my toiletries packed, get it in the fucking thing, take everything. I like make sure I don't miss, lose anything or, or leave anything behind. I get down there and it is this Asian dude. And listen, I'm going to just tell you something right now. We're by the Spoiler way, alert. we're really getting the full cultural spectrum here. Yeah. Kenyan guys, white trash yep. ladies, Asian yep. men. I love okay. it. Okay. So thank you. So spoiler alert or whatever I'm supposed to say to make so someone doesn't get crabby about how I talk. But this guy goes, uh, I go, hey, I'm Chad. And he goes, thank you. Just like that. And I go, okay. And I go, go into the airport, Delta. And he goes, thank you. And I go, aha. He doesn't speak English. Yes, correct. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Is there ever a better time to not have one speaking, someone speak English in an, than when you're in an Uber? It's great. A morning flight Uber ride and all they can say is thank yeah. you. That's a huge home run for me. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I just I want, I try one more time. I go, how's your morning? Thank you. And I go, all right, dude. Good. So we get to the airport. It's 20 minutes of silence. And it felt good because it's the morning time. It's so early. And I get to the airport and I'm back there and he gets out of the car and I'm expecting a thank you. And he goes, let me help you with your bags. And I go, dude, what? <laughs> and, he, and he starts laughing and he goes, no, I know. I do it all the time. So people, when they talk to me, I don't have to talk to him. It's too early to talk to people. And I was like, you motherfucker, <laughs> this is the greatest move in Uber history. I had one guy that said on his thing, it said deaf. And then he did the same fucking thing to me. And I'm like, what an incredible move to yeah. not have to talk to dipshits. Oh my God. I'm going to start doing that. But I don't, I'm, I don't know what language I could do. I mean, maybe like Russian or something like Yavisla. Like, I think you what? should go with the thank you thing. I think you should just I don't try think thank so. you. I don't know that that would work necessarily, but do I laughed it, that made my morning. You right now, your facial hair is really in the range of the Slavic countries. Is that a word? Sure. Slavic? The Yugoslav, yeah. Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Let's just say Eastern Bloc. Let's, you're, yeah. yeah, you've got it. Yeah. If all of a sudden I got in the car and I was like, hey, good morning. Thanks for giving me a ride to the airport. And you're like, oh, thank you. Like something like that. I don't know how to do thank yeah. you as one of those guys. How do you do? You couldn't. I would just say. I would just say da a lot. Yeah, I'd da. Go, da. Hey, how's your morning going? Da. Yeah. Hey, oh, da. Uh, that works good. So I'm. Um, do you know what uh, what gate Delta's in? Da. I yeah. Just keep doing that. That's that's perfect. That's what I'm gonna start doing. It actually works. I'm great. glad we figured it out because it's such a great move. Ha, damn. I yeah. I I love it. I love it a great deal. And now I can't stop thinking, what, what are your, where are your roots died in, Chad? What is, what is this? When I look at your face and I see that, all of that hanging off it, the, sure. the Daniels, what is your mother's maiden name? It's Ward. It's the same name as it is now, Ward. So I am Ward. English, mm -hmm. uh, Scottish. Okay. And German. So my... My grandmother is 100% German. Mm. Yeah. So okay. then I have a little bit of a uh, little bit of mutt. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that mutt's an appropriate term, but you know, you already went on that huge rant about Kenyan people and how fast they run. So let's just call people whatever we want now. So well, I kind of think you could <laughs> check my facts on that. <laughs>
My baby, can you hear my baby screaming uh, in the yeah, background? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's like fun screaming right now. It's not a, it's not an angry scream. My wife this morning said this. Was so, wondering where her credit card is? She, yes. Did I come to your house one time? And in the hour and 20 minutes I was there, did uh -huh. I leave an important thing at your house you left your wife's credit card which makes which which puts you into the steve daniels zone you are carrying someone else's way to pay with you i'm not convinced she knows you also well, left you'll never know you also left your documentation your driver's license documentation which was that's, a folded up piece of paper because you're a fucking child where that went that's where yeah. that went because you're a fucking child, and so you had to go to the DMV to get a temporary driver's Don't license tell my story. to fly. Don't well, tell yeah. my story. Okay, go for Don't, it. Don't. My story is my story. My story is not Chad's story. So, but uh, this is Chad's story about your story. You left your shit at my house because you're a child. So the day before I had to come home to Minnesota last weekend, mm -hmm. uh, we realized that my driver's license was missing, and I, we thought I'll find it. Uh, and I didn't. So at the end of the day, I had to go to the DMV and uh, we tried to locate it. Uh, and eventually, eventually what happened was they were like, OK, we can't get you because I still have a Minnesota driver's license. Like, we can't right. we can't get you a driver's license anymore. But what we can do is we can give you this Ohio State ID because without my current driver's license, I also can't just switch over to them. I got to take the permit test online and then the driver's right. test and so they go you will be able to fly with this tomorrow but it will cancel your minnesota driver's license and then you can't drive and i said yes and then i winked at them and <laughs> <laughs> so uh then i got to the airport and i was checking in and the guy who checks the stuff was like oh well you know you can just your old expired one is less than a year old, so you could have flown on that. Or you can just bring like a birth certificate and go through some extra questions. I was like, cool, 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 cool. And then he was like, plus, now you don't have a driver's license. I was like, I know. And then I winked at him. And then I got... Yeah, so let, let me just pause right here. When you were at the DMV, mm -hmm. you were like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to show up because I don't have a driver's license. And I said, you don't have to have a driver's license. You can get to the airport early. And, and what did I say to that? And you said, uh, I can't remember, but something smart assy. And then I sent you, you said, ha, 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 I think. And then I said, uh, I, well, I it, it definitely felt like you were setting me up to live at the airport. Right. But then I, I took a screenshot of the rules for that. Mm -hmm. That's and true. I sent, I sent it to you and still you but, thought but I'm going to cancel my license. At the bottom of that thing. At the bottom of those rules, it did say like, hey, this is what you can do, but we can't guarantee it'll work. And if I'd have gotten to the airport and it had not worked, dealing with you and my family and me have been like, well, I showed up with my birth certificate, like you guys would have all been so mad at me. To be fair, I would not have been mad at you because my trick would have worked because that wasn't even a screenshot. I typed that up on my computer and sent it to you. So... I get picked up at the airport by Nate Abshire. Mm -hmm. I come to your house. Right. And then I leave my brand new driver's or state ID paper at your house and my credit card slash my wife's credit card. 
Not and... slash. It is. <laughs> it's one and of those heavy on ones, that. though. Shit's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's a metal credit card, which I Pretty could cool. see someone using as a throwing star. Yes. In a or, yes. or sharpening one of the edges and just mm-hmm. being like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. Keep keep talking that shit in the grocery store, and something's gonna yeah. happen. Papa's, I know where your jugular is. Papa's got a blade in his pocket, and it says Jenna Amundsen and Visa on it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of business. <laughs> I'm gonna take care of business. So uh, then, yeah, then I had to fly. And then, and when I was at my sister's house, and it was time for me to leave, I was like, "Hey, where's that piece of paper that I need to get on the plane?" And so, luckily, now are you asking other people that question, or was that an inner monologue? I think it was yourself? for everyone, them and me. Yeah, see, this is interesting because you are in your 40s asking a bunch of people where the piece of paper you're responsible is for. You have a baby. We need to turn this around a little bit. So I come home and I go, Sai, you haven't driven a single time since all of this happened. Wink, wink. And I need you. You need to get a driver's license. And mm-hmm. so I've got it. They have an online. T- you take the driver's permit, like the first part, the, the sure. written test. You can take it yeah. online and you have to set up your camera so they can watch you take it. And every few minutes you have to stop and let them take a picture of you to prove you're not cheating. And um, oh, interesting. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. And so I was like, well, if you recall last time, so. This ain't my first rodeo with not having a driver's license because I'm a a, ch- a child, right? I would love I would love to see the pictures that they took while you were taking that quiz, where it's just like you have the manual in your hand, but you're also <laughs> winking at them still. You just continue to wink at everybody. I'm not cheating. <laughs> wink. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Don't just don't be an idiot. Don't take this test. You got to get 30 out of 40. That's what happened last time. And if you recall last time, I got 10 wrong pretty early on and then had to go on a Cal Ripken Jr. Mickey Mantle style streak. I don't know a lot about baseball. I, you know, I'm not a Cuban communist like you. So I, the, I take the practice test. I like, take your practice test. And it's a good thing. The practice test, I come in at a fierce 26 out of 40. <laughs> Wow. So then I take another practice test and I crush it because it's like a lot of the same questions. So then I take the real test and I'm 22 questions in and I'm doing well. And then it stops, accuses me of suspicious activity and ends the test. What? Yes. So now I have to have somebody else, wink, wink, drive me to uh <laughs> the the bmv in lebanon by the way down here they call it a bmv you know like a you know like how in minnesota it's the dmv department of motor vehicles yeah down sure. here it's the bmv like bowel movement vehicles that's why what there's is a, it, what's the b though bureau the bureau, it's bureau okay. the yeah. bureau of motor vehicles Sure. Um, and so, yeah, somebody will have to bring me over there, wink, wink. And then I'll take, uh, I will have to take the written test in person. And then I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the, the kid thing where I get to drive a car as an adult man with another adult in my car with a clipboard. Yeah. And so I've got a couple of questions, two questions in particular. The first one is there, 
Like, is there anyone knowing how our relationship works? Where do I rank on the list of people you'd be willing to give rides to places while I don't have a driver's license? Oh, well, I'm going to have to cancel this test due to suspicious activity. And secondly, do you think I pass my driver's test? Because here's the here's the big thing. I do think I'm a good driver, but I am limited in my movements and abilities. And I have set up a whole side driving system to drive safely and efficiently. Mm-hmm. But I I am curious, like when I go to, you know, take uh, I go to switch lanes on the highway and I switch from right to left, but I turn my right turn signal on because I have a Honda Civic and that puts my reverse cam on. And between that and my rear view and side view mirror, I can piece together exactly what's happening. How do you think the driver's, uh, the driver's person, the clipboard person is going to feel about that? I don't think they're going to feel great about it. I think you're going to fail this test. I think that changing lanes with your knee because you're resting your shoulders is also not going to be great. I think you're in deep shit and you're never going to drive again. I think against all odds, I will rise up against the bureaucratic monsters that are trying to oppress the masses who just want to be free. The, the you know, aggressive communistic church hating monsters uh like you and i think i will rise to the occasion and i will once again drive and then i'll think to myself man it's been a long time since i've driven wink wink red white and blue hey if you guys like this uh there will be a new episode next monday and every single monday at 8 a.m so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work